Trick or treat! Who's ready for spookums? I peer through the spy hole and see a day-glow skeleton next to a man in a tiger suit with a golden crown on his head, both stretched and looming in the wide-angle lens. The skeleton is smiling, the Tiger King texting. Jen, the skeleton, enters with a little jig, jostling the plastic pumpkin treat holder enough that it spills Tootsie Rolls all over the place. Oh, say la Louine, bitch! Are you ready? Yeah, one second, I have to change. The truth is I haven't left my apartment in two weeks and lost track of the date. I had big plans to get out to the thrift stores and make myself a sexy, slick John Wick costume. But that didn't happen, so I tossed my entire wardrobe to find something that I can pass for plan B. Andy, the Tiger King, doesn't even look up, but smells my idea half-baking. Are those your work clothes? They smell like grassy dog shit. I'm Keanu Reeves' character from The Gift. The misogynist redneck? Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Come on, guys, we're gonna be late. The haunted walk starts in five minutes, says Jen. Andy sighs, the crown slips. Can't we just hang out here? I don't want to have to wear a mask outside just to walk around with some strangers and jerk off to some blinking light on a window. If you want, I say, I've got all the basket case movies ready to go, and we can- Jen vibrates and screams, No! It's Halloween, you guys! This is the one time of year I get to actually have any fun! We've been inside for eight months, and Halloween itself is hanging on by a thread. What if the government bans it? We are going on a haunted tour and we are going to be spooked or I'm going to shove pumpkins down your throats. Jen, that was frightening, I say. Yeah, I think I pumpkin spiced myself a little. Good, she says, skeleton teeth flaring wide as she jigs down the sidewalk. The tour guide stands a foot taller than any of the gathered tourists, striking in his black cloak and top hat. His creamy white dress shirt flashes out from beneath his cloak as he gestures grandly with long trunk-like arms. He swings an oil lantern in one meaty hand, casting coy shadows on the masked faces of two ghosts, three witches, three pop stars, one current and unknown to me, two Michael Jacksons, one office character, four Tiger Kings, four animals of varying sexiness, two obscure anime darlings, two skeletons, one ball-bodied coronavirus, one bloody doctor, and several others I don't clock immediately. Welcome all, welcome. Hearken and listen ye to me, and hear tales so spectacularly spookifying you will scare so much. You will say, no, don't. And I will say, too bad, it's a haunted walk that you signed up for. Andy turns around looking for literally anything else. The only's still open. I'm sure if you asked the bartender, they'd flick the lights on and off for you, Jen. Shut up! It'll get better. I'm sure he's just a little rusty. Hearken to my words. For maximum old-timey trick-or-treat terror, Please turn off your cell phones and place them in this pillowcase 
which I will personally carry along the tour. Uh, flash photography may upset the photosensitive nature of the ghosts we will be summoning tonight. And also, I am a little creeped out by Wi-Fi and G5. I'm not, like, all ramped up about it, but there just hasn't been any research about the long-term effects, so, you know, I don't want to get into it. It's mostly for the ghosts. Andy tries to leave, already texting some last-minute date. All right, see you guys in November. Jen gracefully plucks the phone right out of his hands, turns it off, and Carnival tosses it into the tour guide's bag. What? Come on! You said you'd do this with us! Or you can go ask the man for your phone back. Ugh, fine. I'm actually kind of moved by how much you're into this. I'll stay. Also, I don't want to talk or touch that guy. The tour guide stalks through the crowd, approaches us three, and seems to speak to us directly. Prepare yourselves. The veil between our world and the next is thinnest every Halloween, but the spirits are especially restless this year. Take a moment to breathe, to feel the current on the air. The supernatural is merely the natural that we do not understand. We train ourselves to only believe what we already know, and so I ask you tonight to open yourself to believe what you cannot know. Only then can we begin to witness the world beyond life. Also, I've got hand sanitizer and extra masks if you need. Stay two meters apart from anyone outside your bubble, and if you haven't prepaid, uh, please pay through my little square machine. I think I've figured it out now. Our tour guide leads us to the East City Bridge. Traffic is light since it's 10 p.m. on a Saturday, and recent restrictions have cracked down on indoor gatherings even more. All virus violators are already bunkered down wherever their illegal party is, and the rest are abed as usual. We've mostly got the town to ourselves. The sky is clear, stars shining unusually bright from the crisp temperature. We march past the Quaker Oats factory building, humming its nighttime dirge to itself. The guide stops above the middle of the Otonabee River, its black water coursing over rocks and catching moonlight to make brief, tortured faces to gaze back up at us. This bridge was built after an explosion and fire killed 24 workers at the Quaker factory in 1916. The city wanted the Quaker company to rebuild their factory instead of relocating and offered to upgrade the existing wrought iron bridge that serviced it to the world's longest unreinforced concrete bridge, which I guess was better. But some bridges just don't get you from downtown to East City. Some bridges span the gap between the living and the dead. Every year, the police receive reports of men in overalls standing atop the railings and leaping off. Sometimes alone, sometimes two or three at a time perhaps to escape the fire that killed them over a hundred years ago. Every time the river is searched and no bodies are found, no missing persons reported that match the description. The police don't send anyone out to the bridge on Halloween anymore because they think it's kids pulling a prank on them. But tonight, we will be the witnesses and see for ourselves. Everyone, please be still and watch. 
Our column of Halloweeners remain stone still, listening. The standing electric lights on the bridge obliterate our guide's firelit lamp, making it hard to see anything other than the spots in my own eyes. But I still feel a little tense, a little electric. Jen grips my arm and Andy's. I have to make pee. Shut up. Gasps ripple through the crowd as the streetlights flicker and die. Even the internal lights in the nearby factory go dark. The guide's lamplight suddenly transforms the bridge into something more than a road. It's a place with secret corners and depth beyond what our eyes can see. There, look! Someone shouts. Sure enough, a figure stands on the railing, body raised, embracing the racing wind. The guide's light spins, casting bat's wing shadows across the bridge, revealing the would-be jumper as nothing more than a sugar-spiking child eluding his mother's clutches as they try to get around our tour. Would it make you happy if I pushed him? asks Andy. Jen and I could push you, that makes me pretty happy, I say. Andy smiles and throws himself back against the railing. Oh no, your ghost powers compel me. I... A dirty, thickly veined arm springs up from the other side of the railing and snakes around Andy's neck and hauls him up over the top of the railing. Jen and I reflexively grab Andy's furry pants and pull back, but whoever is pulling him is impossibly strong. <laughs> let go, let go! The crowd turns to us, but the individuals are too stunned to do anything. I press-gang the nearest characters into action. Thriller Michael, help with the legs! Invincible Michael, grab onto me! I'm going over the top! Thriller Michael takes my place next to Jen and tries to keep Andy from going over. I hop up and feel Invincible Michael grab onto my legs, so I worm a little further over the edge. The arms pulling at Andy aren't just dirty, they're pale, slimy, and crawling with insects. Some under the skin as if the skin itself were translucent. Andy's eyes are bulging, face ghastly white, he's fading fast. Whoever has him must be dangling clean off the side of the bridge. I peer over but see nothing save the endless night reflected in the flashing moonlit water until the face appears to meet mine. Its other arm grips me and my Michael only has me by my shoes. With monstrous strength, the figure, this thing in overalls and a rubber mask, a yellow block with cartoon goggles and thick black lines for hair and eyebrows. Its rotting fish breath fills my nostrils and almost knocks me out right then, except it leans into my ears, seeming to suck the heat from my skin, withering my finer hairs, and it whispers, 2510016, 2510016, 2510016, 2510016. The tour guide's lantern plays across its face, and I see bloodshot whites surrounding curdled milk pupils behind the rubber mask. And then nothing. It's gone. The weight suddenly disappears. Both Andy and I are rudely pulled back to the safety of the sidewalk by our respective Michaels and Jen, all falling on the ground in a big hamster pile. The crowd gathers around us, but the guide blocks them, makes room for us to breathe. Yes! See, stay back! Stay back! Yes! Stay back! Okay! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> See? Haunted! Fucking haunted! I told you! 
Yes! Uh, you see now, this is a haunted walking tour, my friends. There's more to see, more to see indeed. You're safe now. Don't stray from my lantern's light, for it protects as much as it reveals. I'm a professional haunted tour guide. Mm-hmm. He helps us both up and looks at us proudly, before turning smartly back on the trail towards East City. Next stop, Nichols Oval Park. Feel free to tip at any time. Big hauntings. The crowd quickly keeps up. I thank both the Michaels, who are too stunned to really reply. Are you okay? Asks Jen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Are you okay? I ask Andy. Fuck no, what the hell was that? I... I start, but can't finish. What did you see? Asks Jen, hope obvious in her eyes. Something. It might have been... a ghost? A ghost hauled my ass over a railing. Hell no. Come on, guys. There's something wrong here. Whoever had me is still here, under the bridge or jumped in or something. He's getting kickbacks from our tour guide. Let's go find him and beat our 20 bucks each out of him. No! No, 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 no. Let's keep going. We're onto something here. Even if it's not really haunted, we can follow that guy and expose him if we get a chance. Let's get into something weird, please. They both look to me. Oh man, what should I do? Should we stay here and look for evidence of someone working with the tour guide? Or go along with it and see what else we can figure out? Either way, why did that thing repeat a bunch of numbers? I just wanted to kill a couple of hours, not one of my best friends. Please, tell me what to do. and gender bodily fluids. Sorry to end our tale with a cliffhanger. Or should I say, a bridge hanger? <laughs> Seriously, folks, surely there are better ways to get out of work than blowing up in an oat dust explosion. For example, why not stay home and vote on what you want to happen next by going to twitter.com slash P tell me what to do. That's letter P tell me what to do. Voting will end at midnight on Thursday, October 15th. And a new episode will rise from the grave next weekend. But if you happen to already work from home and don't know how to get a day off, why not head to your nearest grocery store and take some long, deep breaths? I'm sure something will come to you. <laughs>